Hi, I'm Sharon Pearson with the seven Jamaican and Caribbean weekly news items you may have missed for the week ending September 2nd, 2022. These news items are brought to you by Jamaicans.com. This week's news. Jamaican Education Ministry plans infrastructure upgrade for schools. Favor Williams, Jamaica's Minister of Education and Youth, announced an allocation of $210 million that will go toward making critical repairs to schools throughout the island. Williams told the 58th Annual Conference of the Jamaica Teachers Association on August 24, 2022, that each one of the seven regions overseen by the ministry received $30 million to upgrade their infrastructure and 97 schools were identified as needing critical repairs. The ministry's goal over the long term is to bring the school's infrastructure to a 21st century level and to create appropriate workplaces for teachers and administrators. Samuda finds no evidence that Jamaican farm workers mistreated on Canadian farms. Between August 14th and 16th, 2022, Jamaica's Labour Minister, Carl Samuda, said that he and his team visited nine farms in Canada, including two that employed temporary workers from Jamaica who had claimed they were mistreated by their employers and observed no evidence of mistreatment. Samuda's visit came in response to a letter sent by Jamaican farm workers in Canada as participants in Jamaica's Seasonal Agricultural Workers Program. In the letter, the workers described their situation as systematic slavery. Samuda acknowledged that working conditions varied among the farms, but said overall the workers and employers had very good relations. Relations with the Jamaican liaison officers in Canada, who are charged with protecting the workers' interests, were also good, Samuda said. The Migrant Workers' Alliance for Change called Samuda's statement a slap in the face and said that workers' employees threatened them with losing their job if they did not keep quiet. The group plans to continue its fight for permanent residency status for all migrant farm workers, noting that in spite of years of complaints about abuse, the Canadian government has not created the one plan that would end the problem, full and permanent immigration for migrant farm workers and other migrants in the country. A report from the Migrant Workers Centre, MWC, that was released in March of 2022, found that temporary foreign workers in British Columbia were subjected to many kinds of abuse from their agents and employers. This week's Caribbean News. Minnesota celebrates growing Caribbean population with Guyana Night. Trevor Samaru launched a non-profit a few years ago to sponsor Minnesota Guyana Day as there were few events focused on the culture of Guyana in the state, despite its growing population of immigrants from the South American nation. Guyana is linked to the Caribbean culture through its music, food and traditions, and there are some 8,000 Caribbean people currently living in Minnesota. While there are events that celebrate Jamaica, Trinidad and Tobago, Haiti and the Bahamas, 
The people from Guyana wanted to celebrate their unique traditions as well. The 2022 event, which was held on August 27th at the Eritrean Community Centre in St. Paul, featured three artists from Guyana and Trinidad, Power Vanity Willie, Fiona Singh and Mahendra Ramkelawan, who provided music not heard anywhere else in Minnesota. The celebration also featured traditional Guyanese and Caribbean cuisines to showcase the diversity of the Caribbean region. Miami Carnival 2022 kicks off with Juno Carnival on Saturday, October 1st at the Carnival Village in Broward County. Doors open at 1 p.m. Then on Friday, October 7th, it's Panorama Night at the Carnival Village in Broward County featuring guest steel orchestras from TNT, Japan, St. Thomas USVI, and New York, along with our competing steel band from 5 p.m. until 11 p.m. What an we continue on Saturday, October 8th. Come and enjoy the official Miami Carnival Shoeway experience from 7 a.m. until 3 p.m. And the grand finale is on Sunday, October 9th. It's the Miami Carnival Parade of Bands and Concerts at the Miami-Dade County Fairgrounds from 11 a.m. until 11 p.m. The parade starts at noon with more than 20 mass bands on the road. The concert starts at 1 p.m. featuring Patrice Roberts. With George, Sherwin Winchester, Eddie Charles, and the A-Team Band. Tune in Believe. And many more artists call 305-653-1877. Or online, MiamiCarnival.org. Hosted by the Greater Miami Convention and Businesses Bureau. This program is supported in part by the Miami-Dade County Department of Cultural Affairs. Are you ready to reach the world with your event, business, or product? This weekly news summary is syndicated to over 60 radio stations worldwide. We invite you to become a sponsor today. Contact us at news at jamaicans.com. This week's Diaspora News. Jamaica's New York Consulate General to lead West Indian American Day Parade. The Consulate General of Jamaica in New York will end its commemoration of the island's 60th anniversary of independence by leading fellow Jamaicans under an official banner on Labor Day, September the 5th, 2022, at the West Indian Day Carnival Parade. This will be the first time that the Jamaican Consulate General has led the parade. According to Alcyon Roach-Wilson, Jamaican Consul General, Jamaicans have worked hard to build a strong brand and image in the United States, and this event will give the Jamaican diaspora and the island's cultural legacy the attention and recognition they deserve. Wilson added, The parade gives all the Caribbean communities in New York the chance to gather together and display their solidarity as a people. This week's business news. Jamaican Minister of Tourism expects more visitors from Saudi Arabia after New Deal. According to Edmund Bartlett, Jamaica's Minister of Tourism, the island will see more tourists from Saudi Arabia as a result of a new Memorandum of Understanding, MOU, signed between the two nations. Bartlett expects at least 100,000 Saudi tourists to visit Jamaica within the next three years under the MOU, which establishes a collaboration in the tourism sector between Saudi Arabia and Jamaica. Bartlett added that the MOU is designed to facilitate the sharing of best practices between the two nations and also enhance investment opportunities between them. He said the arrangement will also allow more Jamaican and Caribbean products to enter the Saudi market and for Saudi products to come to the Caribbean. Now for this week's arts and entertainment news. Jamaican screenwriter participates in JCDC Fiwi short film competition. 
Nasika Aliman, the first-time filmmaker, was chosen as one of the 22 competitors that will participate in the Jamaica Cultural Development Commission, JCDC, FIWI short film competition. Aliman was overjoyed at being selected as her entry was the first film she ever produced. The competition is operated by the Drama and Theatre Arts Unit of the JCDC and was open to first-time Jamaican filmmakers between the ages of 12 to 18 years of age and adults 19 years or older. The applicants were required to create a short film treatment based on their interpretation of one of five selected Jamaican proverbs. Aliman chose, Nadashwe your tick before your dog cross river, because she thought it would be easy to develop into a comedy. Her five-minute film follows the main character as he seeks help to migrate to America and his desperation that results in him making hasty decisions as she interpreted the proverb to warn against premature celebrations. Aliman is a graduate in journalism and film studies from the University of the West Indies. She began writing films in 2019, drawing on inspirations from other Jamaican filmmakers like Storm Salter and Trevor Roan. This week's sports news. Jamaica Football Federation prepares for constitutional reforms. The Jamaica Football Federation, JFF, will amend its bylaws and articles of association to conform to FIFA regulations by November 1, 2022. The JFF's process for electing its executive body involves presidents of parochial-level football associations, so only a majority of 13 votes is required to enact change. No date for the meeting has been scheduled, but the plans have been under discussion since 2020, when a FIFA official proposed the changes during a visit to the island. According to Raymond Grant, president of the Portland FA and a JFF director, the meeting will seek to ratify the number of structural changes at the JFF not restricted to the number of congressional delegates. There will be a higher number of affiliates in the football fraternity as well, Grant said, and JFF members can make their voices heard at the conference. A critical principle fueling the proposals is to increase the involvement of more stakeholders in the highest level of decision-making so that parish referee associations and coaches at the local level could become active in the process. Thank you for listening to the Jamaica Weekly News Summary brought to you by Jamaicans.com. You can listen to this podcast again at Jamaicans.com. We invite you to become a Weekly News Summary sponsor Contact us at news at jamaicans.com. I'm Sharon Pearson and you can listen to me on Fridays at midday at turnitupradio.com on Saturdays from 11am until midday at theenglishconnectionmedia.com and on Sundays between the hours of 6 and 9pm at e2onair.com for The Conduit Show with Peter G. Remember, the word is power and there is power in the word.